is a moral call right here. This is not about politics. This is about morality. Health emergencies can't wait for us to have some theoretical debate about some better idea that will never, ever come to pass. We are behind every country pretty nearly in Europe in this matter of medical care for our citizens. I'm a physician. That means you have a right to come to my house and conscript me. It means you believe in slavery. Hello, everyone. My name is Benjamin Day. And I'm Jillian Mason. And this is Medicare for All, the podcast for everybody who needs health care. So just this past week, Jillian, billionaire Mark Cuban launched, who you may know from the Shark Tank and various other endeavors, launched a new healthcare service, and it is called, because he is a total megalomaniac, the Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company. He put his name in the in the title. The company claims to sell prescription drugs at more affordable prices online, and we claim that Mark Cuban is a full-on asshole. The site says that all drugs sold through the service are offered at the manufacturer's cost with only a 15% markup. And if you're not watching the live feed, I'm putting only in quotes because actually 15% is quite a high markup. But is it for real? So what we're going to do now is kind of break down what Mark Cuban is trying to do here, including whether this is a viable solution for sort of the rising drug costs that are probably affecting almost every single one of our lives, some of us more than others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't actually watch Shark Tank, right? So are, you're, you're familiar no. with Mark Cuban from his sports antics, right? Yeah, unfortunately. So I'm a huge Boston Celtics basketball fan. He owns the Dallas Mavericks team, which in the last couple of years had like a massive internal harassment, sexual harassment and like work culture scandal. So I know him as that asshole and also the guy who sits by the court with a hideous toupee all the time. Mm, mm. But I don't know him from his TV fame, which I think is why he's mostly famous. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, so I am a huge Shark Tank fan. I maintain that it is the best way to understand capitalism. I learned a lot. <laughs> but he is like a jackass, right? So he is the richest guy on Shark Tank. That's kind of his claim. Okay. To but he's also, he's a compassionate capitalist. So his whole shtick is doing good while doing well, or doing well by doing good. Doing well, I think, is the money part. And doing good is supposed to be some kind of philanthropy. Mm -hmm. That always happens right up to the tax deduction write off and then no more doing good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, fun detail about Mark Cuban is that he originally made his money by working as a salesman for a software company and he sold CompuServe, which if anyone else was on the internet in the early 90s, you will remember CompuServe as being even at that point, the shittiest. <laughs> I was going to say, that actually makes me like him a little bit more. So he <laughs> lost me in A, parts A and B, parts C, kind of got me back a little bit. So what is this Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company? I thought I would start, Jillian, by reading some of the headlines in the coverage. All right, tell me how they're talking about this. All right, yeah. well, you're in Texas, so let's start with, and so is Mark Cuban, actually. So here's the Dallas News. Can Mark Cuban save America from high prescription drug prices? The editors write the, the subject line, so I'm sure that was accurate. Associated Press, Mark Cuban, Cost Plus Drug Company's online pharmacy launches with lowest prices on 100 life-saving prescriptions. Life-saving. I also like when they just copy from the press release and put it into the, the thing. <laughs> and here's a, here's a headline from MSN. Billionaire Mark Cuban's discounted pharmacy has launched, quote, bypass middleman and outrageous markups. He's bypassing the outrageous markups, not creating the outrageous markups. 
You characterize these as news headlines, but they are all directly copied. Right. The yeah. They're advertisements. <laughs> and for people who have never done media work, I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, Jillian, but even when we pure of spirit nonprofits fighting for the good of the world send out press releases and they get covered in the press normally they're just copying and pasting the press release that we send out as well so sorry to reveal the trade secrets here but jillian what actually is this hyperbolic headlines aside what's the actual company doing Beyond the hyperbole is, um, so basically this company is a pharmacy benefits manager. They call this a PBM. You can remember that acronym because it stands for Pharma Bullshit Mountain. <laughs> um, and these PBMs basically work directly with health insurers, the drug makers, and the pharmacies to manage drug benefits and the cost of your prescription medicine. So the biggest one in the country, the biggest pharma bullshit mountain is CVS's Caremark, right? So the Mark Cuban cost plus drug company currently has around 100 generic drugs, popular drugs, fairly popular. One example is the Imtinib, which is a leukemia treatment drug, typically retails at uh, 9,500 a month, which is costly. But on that site, it's available for $47 a month, which is less costly. Right. And just to jump in here, I don't think anyone pays the $9,500 a month cost the way it's previously been working in the US is that usually drug companies negotiate pretty low prices for insurance companies, but they used to try and totally screw over uninsured people. If you go to a pharmacy as an uninsured person, I mean, this was, you know, five or six years ago, you would see a price that was like astronomically higher than what any real person could or would pay. I'm guessing that's the 9500 a month, but... I mean, it's, you know what? Fuck it. Even $47 a month is ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Compared to what it takes to make the pill. So so the thing that makes these guys, these guys being the Mark Cuban cost plus drug company, they claim that their biggest kind of difference, the secret sauce, as Mark Cuban would call it on Shark Tank, is its commitment to transparency and mm -hmm. avoiding those middlemen. And so basically with every drug for sale on the site, the company lists what drives the cost, right? So it's basically like, it'll give you the drug price. It'll tell you why it's so expensive. And it'll give you a direct price comparison with the retail price and the price that they're going to offer you, which we've been to the site and it does that. Mm -hmm. No lies, no lies. Yeah, obviously this is a utopian solution to our problems, Ben. Is this for real? Yeah, and I, I want to reassure people, pharmacy benefit managers are actually a big part of the healthcare system, but there's no way to talk about them with people's eyes glazing over, including the person speaking and just going into a like, this is all way too complicated coma. But often I, I was going to show my like health card and show you where there's like a separate PBM that manages your drugs. But then I was like, maybe I shouldn't actually show my drug card on a public YouTube channel. <laughs> Which, why, why? I mean, maybe I should just try it and see what happens, you know. But I want to reassure you that if you find PBMs boring, we are going to talk about our own drug use later in the podcast and exactly what our prices are on this site and other options. So for the question, is this real or is this like a real good thing? I would say a couple things. One, the most important caveat is that this is really a site for folks without health insurance. You cannot use your insurance to get drugs covered through the site. So there might be circumstances where 
you would find a drug on the site that is actually less than your copay for insurance. So there could be in insured people who will use the site, but by and large, it's going to be for uninsured people. So I think it's actually a good development for folks who are uninsured. But when you see a headline like, can Mark Cuban save America from high prescription drug costs? That is not the most people who have workplace health insurance or Medicare or Medicaid. This is probably going to be totally irrelevant to you if you have any of those types of insurance plans. So that's one big caveat there. Um, the other caveat on top of the caveat is that it is only selling generic drugs. You know, I think I looked it up and, oh, it's probably less than 11%. Yeah, yeah. It, it's oh. like less than yeah. 15% of our, our spending is actually on generic drugs. So if you're uninsured, but you need a brand name drug, this is also not going to help you. But again, they're only starting off selling 100 drugs. So if you, they're probably looking for the biggest money makers, is my guess. So if you have even a generic drug that's not on their list, then this is also not going to help you. So I think, I don't know where we're going to end at the end of this evaluation. Probably it's it's a good development, but for a very small subsection of population and for a small subsection of their drugs that they might need. So I just want to temper your expectations and temper your news headlines there. So That's fair. I would guess that this plan is going to be mostly beneficial for Mark Cuban and the small portion of invest people who have invested in this. <laughs> if it wasn't, I mean, would the Shark Tank guy be making it? <laughs> it's true. He wants to do good and do well. Right. So what do you think the long game is for this? Like, why is this a viable for-profit enterprise? I'm still not willing to say that it is a viable for-profit enterprise, but I think the long game for the company, and they pretty much announced this themselves, right now they're working with third-party folks to actually manufacture the drugs, but they actually are going to be building an $11 million drug manufacturing plant in Dallas. Basically, they're going to be making the drugs, selling the drugs, shipping the drugs to you. It's basically like if you have a pot dealer who grows his own weed. <laughs> yeah, I'll be interested to see where transparency goes from there because they you know their transparency model is we only have 15 percent markup on the manufacturer price but then if you are also the manufacturer you can charge whatever you want as the manufacturer price you can mark that up as much as you want as the manufacturer and then have 15 percent. and by the way a 15 percent markup is not a good deal if any product that you bought at a supermarket shelf marked itself up by 15 percent, it wouldn't be on a supermarket shelf anymore if any supermarket marked itself up 15 percent, it wouldn't be a supermarket anymore there's basically no industry that has 15% markups, except the pharmaceutical industry, which often has just extraordinary profit margins, just insane overhead costs. And clothing. Clothing actually has a really high markup, but you don't want your drug company to mimic the Banana Republic and the Gap. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right. Oh, Haley Mack on Facebook, by the way, says that she's heard that he's thinking of running for president, which is a rumor that goes around quite frequently. Oh, my God. This is a little terrifying to me. I think this is why Trump ran, right? He was trying to improve his brand name. He just wanted to like amp up his business a little bit. So Mark Cuban's presidential campaign will probably start as a way to sell more drugs on his drug site. And then he'll end up winning and ruining the country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're all able to laugh about this. So this whole damn thing sounds a lot like GoodRx, which is a service that I know I've used before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I mean, is it like GoodRx? Yeah, this was my first thought. I was like, how is this different from GoodRx? And I guess before we assume that everyone knows what GoodRx is, we should explain what it is. And I hope that you, dear listener, do not know what GoodRx is. Because GoodRx is basically the thing you use when you really need a prescription drug and you're just like totally fucked. 
and you can't find a way to get that prescription drug, either through your insurance company or through some other legit means. I actually didn't know until we started doing research for this episode how exactly GoodRx is working. But basically, it's a website you can log in for free. You go there, and if you have a doctor-prescribed medication, you can get that medication filled at a pharmacy for much, much cheaper. Again, you can't use your insurance, so it's it's very similar to the Mark Cuban thing in that you can't use your insurance card. You're buying this as an uninsured person, even if you have insurance. But the the real big difference is that GoodRx, you can only get at in-person pharmacies. Right. And the Mark Cuban thing is only an online mail order thing. I know that actual medical providers have and pharmacists have mixed feelings about online only stuff. You can't actually talk to somebody who knows about the drug. and They probably don't have as good access to like your whole medical history and maybe other drugs you might be taking and that could be a conflict or lead to bad side effects. So I'm guessing an all online thing, you're getting some degradation of your actual quality of care. Mm -hmm. But if you have a warehouse shipping you drugs directly, it is generally always going to be much cheaper than if you go to a pharmacy because a pharmacy adds their own markup. And this is the case, even if you are getting drugs through your insurance company, usually you can get drugs through your insurance at a pharmacy or you can have them shipped to your house and it'll always, always, always be cheaper shipping them to your house. Your copay will be lower. So I, I won't get into all the details, but the Mark Cuban thing, they are their own pharmacy benefit manager, a pharmacy bullshit mountain. What GoodRx does is they let you shop between all of the PBMs, all the pharmacy bullshit mountains for any given pharmacy. So even if you're going to one CVS or one Walgreens, you can shop between the price that you might get from like Express Scripts, which is one pharmacy benefit management, one of the two big ones, or from Caremark, which is the other monster PBM nationally. And you might get a cheaper price, for example, at a CVS from Caremark because Caremark is owned by CVS. So you can actually shop amongst them. The only difference is one is online, one is kind of at a pharmacy, but their model is very, very similar. So I think this is the point at which we should hmm. talk about the drugs we take. And we actually did our own totally, totally scientific investigation <laughs> about whether, <laughs> whether Mark Cuban's online pharmacy system works yeah. compared to you know, what we get through our insurance company or what we would get through GoodRx getting the same drug in person. Jillian, what did you find with your own good drug stuff? My, my investigation. So let me tell you about my happy pills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, lovely. So they're not even really, they don't make me that happy, as you know. They really just make me like marginally less happy. So they're my marginally less happy pills. M marginally less sad pills. Yes, that's it. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> Antidepressants, I think they're called. Antidepressants, as it were. Right. So this is fluoxetine, which is the generic of Prozac. Hello, Prozac Nation. Solidarity to all of you. And so I take 60 milligrams of fluoxetine a day, which for those who are psych med literate is a, really a shit ton of Prozac. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I take 60 milligrams a day. This is my bottle from the HEB, which is our beloved Texas grocery store. And I got that through GoodRx for $12 even through mm -hmm. HEB. Of course, if I had gone through GoodRx, but gone to the CVS, it would have been $31.25. So mm -hmm. already we've got these wild prices. And when prices are like that different, it just makes totally me arbitrary. Yeah, right. Like they mean nothing. This is all just random numbers. Oh, also, I will say 
the Mark Cuban thing that under their rate, my drugs would be $5.70 a month plus $5 of shipping. So they do win in this case. You could have saved a dollar and a half. I could have saved right? a full dollar and a half. You know, I don't need that right. much money. A dollar and a half is, is, is good. <laughs> And you wouldn't have had to talk to that bothersome pharmacist. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. I wouldn't have had to go into the HUB at all. The place is always a madhouse. It took three months to, to fucking get you on the Healthcare Now insurance plan. We didn't have, you were our first employee in Texas, so it took forever to get you on insurance in, in Texas. I guess we don't know yet what it would have cost you in terms of copays with an insurance plan. That's true, but I will say that in the past, I've paid copays anywhere from 10 to $15 for that drug in the past. Right, yeah. yeah. That sounds about normal. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you for mine, I've talked about Colchicine in the past. This is the drug for gout sufferers. If you have a gout attack, which is very, very, very painful. It's like the miracle drug that cures your gout Poor in man. two or three days. I have ranted about this because, well, I won't, I won't re-rant my old rant, but I had a doctor say, you know, if you go to the pharmacy to pick up your Colchicine and they tell you it's like a thousand dollar copay or something, come to me and we'll try and find a solution to this. Because these greedy drug companies found a way to kind of repatent Colchicine even though it is mentioned in the fucking Bible, it's 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 so old. It's made from a flower and it's been used for thousands of years like this drug. And they are now in the 20 late 20th century, early 21st century, repatenting it as something like they fucking invented. But anyway, I looked up the cost of culture scene on the Mark Cuban site. It's eight dollars, 70 cents for a 30 pill fill plus $5 in shipping, so about $14. So that is more than if I just bought it through my insurance plan. Uh, through my insurance plan, it's $10 to get 30 pills if I go to a in-person pharmacy. And if I get mail order, which is like a three-month supply, then it's much, much, much cheaper. Then it's only $20, including shipping for me. This is probably, at least for me in this particular drug, it's it's definitely not cheaper than just going through my insurance plan. But it was cheaper than GoodRx, which was the cheapest plan I could find was $28.60 for 30 pills at a pharmacy. Again, that's kind of what you'd expect that anything you pick up in a pharmacy is going to be cheaper than the mail order. Should you just be growing your own? When my doctor gave me this line, I thought about it. And then I, I did a Google search, <laughs> which probably I shouldn't have even got that far, but you can easily kill yourself. My brother also has gout. It runs through the family. So like every male in my family has gout. But apparently the the amount that can like kill you overdose of colchicine is not much higher than the prescribed amount. So I'm not fully confident in my ability to do flower extraction in a way that doesn't result in death. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had the thought, maybe I can sell it online for cheaper. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. So here's my thing with this, Ben. My thing is that the thing I hate most of all is how, like, it's good. It can save you some money or whatever, but I hate how good this makes rich people feel about themselves. <laughs> I really, really hate anything that just boosts their self-esteem. And you should see the way that people are talking about this thing, right? Like, so Cuban actually said in his highly masturbatory mission statement, we started Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company because every American should have access to safe, affordable medicines. He's using our talking points, Ben. It's true. And what we didn't do here in our cost comparison is look at what it would cost us in a country with single-payer healthcare. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... Which would be just way, way, way lower than all of those things. What what our insurance company pays, what GoodRx pays, what Mark Cuban pays. It would be marginal to zero copayment. And then the government 
plan that covers everyone would actually be paying much, much, much lower prices than any of this, especially for generic drugs. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, totally. So regardless, Mark Cuban's really pleased with himself. And, you know, he says he's going to show that capitalism can be compassionate and to send the message, I'm all in. So I just want to point out that I think that this is part of the fun woke washing PR trend in the pharma mm -hmm. industry that we've talked about before. Yeah. But just the Ever since the pandemic, big pharma brands have realized that now they have a lot more name recognition, right? You know, whether you got the Pfizer or the Moderna and you know what you think is better. So people are showing like awareness of big pharma brands and also preference for different big pharma brands. And so this has been like the impetus for a lot of woke washing PR from the pharma companies who are trying to all like kind of fall over themselves to demonstrate how awesome they are. For yeah. And I forgot to say when I was talking about GoodRx that I think they had a public offering two years ago, which means that they listed themselves on Wall right. Street. And that means anyone can kind of publicly invest in the company. And apparently when they filed their initial filings, they said that they were making like a 40% profit, basically. Just insane, insane amounts of money. And even if GoodRx is your best choice as an uninsured person, and maybe now this Mark Cuban online thing will also be a good choice if you want to order online, they are making 40% of what it actually costs for them to buy the drug. So it's all, they, you know, you know. Hold on a second, Ben. I'm, I'm now going to look up some anti-nausea medicines on Right. Really I was just going to say, when Mark Cuban says that they're cutting middlemen out of the system, remember, they are a middleman in the system. <laughs> they literally are a middleman in the system. I wouldn't be shocked if they don't also make just outrageous profits off of this. So. I mean, that's the thing. They're making a shit ton of money. He wouldn't be doing it if he didn't. But at the same time, right, all these is like right wingers are jumping on this as like a sign that anti capitalists and like I mean I would identify as an anti capitalist but I don't know who my people are in that but Dave Ramsey do you know who Dave Ramsey is Ben I do not I don't. he's this sublime jackass he does this really really popular it's like one of the top five listen to radio shows in the country and it's called the Ramsey Show and he basically gives bullshit financial advice but also from a Christian lens. And so he did this whole segment that was like, anti-capitalists are angry at Mark Cuban because he's proving them wrong and proving that people who say that all capitalism is bad are stupid. So <laughs> call me a dummy. I'm a little rusty on Christian lens, but isn't there this whole usury thing and profit making? Hush up, Ben. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it harder to pass through the eye of a needle than to get into hell? I don't know. Dave Ramsey is clearly on a tighter basis with God than we are, so <laughs> listen to the man. Well, on the note of Republican right-wing comments, I have to tell you, I, I was reading through the different articles about Mark Cuban's sort of launch of this site over the last week. I was reading the article in Becker's Hospital Review, which is this big healthcare site. You would never read their news site unless you're in the healthcare world all the time like we are. But their post on the Cuban site had a sort of one comment that was featured. And this person said, as someone who has to take Zospada for leukemia, this is a start but doesn't go into brand name robbery. So spot is $24,000 a month. Insurance leaves me with a 20% copay, but thank God insurance does cover some of the cost. Each of the three daily pills is the size of a baby aspirin. It is a life-saving drug. And Zospata knows you'll spend all your retirement funds to stay alive. I'm a Republican. I'm very upset the party voted against Medicare negotiating drug costs. Not just the Republican Party, but there was a few Democrats as well who fucked that up for us. And then he, this person goes on to say places in Europe can get Zospata for a total cost of $10,000 a year. 
compare that to $24,000 a month, which is half of what it costs for one month in the United States. The Republicans' excuse was that negotiating pricing stops research. This is lies. So it's funny when you talk about an actual issue, how sometimes being Republican Democrat doesn't matter quite as much. Someone who has an actual life-saving drug that they need that they're getting totally screwed over for. I mean, I don't know what 20% of $24,000 a month is, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot and hard to afford. So this is really, it's so ironic that this thing is being launched on the heels of failed national health plan that would have allowed Medicare to negotiate drug prices. I remember in the, in the middle of that fight, when we were trying to get in the Build Back Better bill, trying to get mm. Medicare to negotiate drug prices, there's a big article saying that Costco pays less than Medicare does for about 50% of generic drugs, for more than 50% of generic drugs. Costco does the same shit that GoodRx does and that this Mark Cuban thing does. You can walk into a Costco and buy generic drugs <laughs> at a rate uh, as an uninsured person, and you'll get lower rates than Medicare pays for sometimes, Shame. which is wild. Shame. Yeah. Yeah. It's all just kind of crazy confusing too. It feels like there's just funny money being thrown around. Like how much does this cost here or there or there at this site at this negotiated rate? It's like someone threw a bunch of bills in the air and they just landed in different places. It's like total bullshit. Yeah, if something costs $47 a month in one place and $9,500 a month in another place, right. like <laughs> clearly it's just someone throwing darts at you know different numbers. Something has gone wildly <laughs> wrong in your healthcare system at that stage. Are right? you saying there's something wildly wrong with our healthcare system? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. What should we do about that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, long story short, of course, this is what happens when there's a million different entities buying drugs. Some of them have enough power to negotiate low drug prices. Some of those entities will pass it along to only insured people, their negotiated rates. Some will pass it on to only uninsured people or not include them at all. Each entity gets a different price from like each drug company and from each pharmacy that buys each drug. So it's just total wild west out there. This is, I guess, what capitalism and healthcare looks like when you think about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Are you big enough to negotiate a price and places aren't? Certainly uninsured people aren't. So I don't know. Long story short, I don't think it's, it's not a terrible development. If this helps you, if you're especially if you're uninsured, then definitely, you know, use it. It's not going to transform the cost of healthcare in America because this is a very small niche market. And they are another middleman and they are making a shit ton of money off of you. You should be paying even lower prices than that. And you would be if we had Medicare for all. I think the punchline here is U.S. government do better than Mark Cuban, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't fucking retire, like <laughs> or not, maybe even more narrow than U.S. government, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema do better than Mark do better Cuban, than Mark right? Cuban. Yeah. Like, and honestly, that should be a pretty low bar. Yep. Yep. Especially with that toupee that he wears. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think we're going to sign off here. This was an interesting development in the healthcare system that I didn't see coming, but I don't want to leave before thanking our podcast yes. team, uh, our podcast manager, Angelique Davis, our researcher for this episode, who actually noticed this d breaking development news and suggested this episode, which was awesome, was Lindsay Baish. Our audio editor was Christian Brandt, and our show notes writer was Jerry Katz. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Stay safe and stay dangerous. Bye.